Das ist dann wie so ein kurzer Espresso. Like a shot of espresso oder oder astronaut space food or instant prickly so sherbet powder. They might not prickle on the tongue, but they sure are prickly on the ear. That was Arm, the singer in the punk band Berliner Doom. And this month's Popcast, a podcast produced by the Goethe Institute and Bayern Zwei Stundfunk magazine, is going to be mighty prickly. For our October lineup, Angie Portman has come up with another handful of recommendable recent releases. Five new albums made in Germany by Berliner Doom, Erregung Öffentliche Erregung, Arthur und Vanessa, Tony Gonzalez, and, to kick things off, Die Türen. Wer hat uns versprochen, hier einmal Halle rauszukommen? In der Bio-Kompanie mit Subkulturjobs. Yeah. Du hörst die Musik natürlich nicht auf Spotify, yeah. sondern lädt sie runter auf Bandcamp. That was Die Türen with 
Good for mich, schlecht für die Welt. In other words, good for me, bad for the world. For 20 years now, the record company Staatsakt has been good for me and good for all fans of refined pop music. Staatsakt, in our estimation one of Germany's most remarkable independent labels, is throwing a big birthday bash for itself in October. On stage. With a book that bears the magical title Was erscheint ist gut, was gut ist erscheint. What is released is good, what's good is released. And with an album by the label's house band Die Türen. Truth to tell, Maurice Summen and Gunther Osborg actually only started up Staatsakt to release their own band's music. Lots of other bands have signed up over the years, but Die Türen have always held their own in terms of their music and lyrics. Their latest brainchild takes us on a ride across genres, from rattling Manchester rave a la Happy Mondays and Krautrock to dub and soft folk. The lyrics address some very contemporary phenomena, like omnipresent overload. Maurice Summon knows all too well whereof he sings. First off, there's too much going on all the time. Information density is going up. So is my age. Sure, thanks to digital solutions, more and more responsibility is foisted upon us, which is sold to us as convenience. We can manage our money in the bank by ourselves, print our tickets out at home, and install internet ourselves for German telecom. All the portals, from Instagram to TikTok and Spotify, give us plenty of work to keep us busy. We're our own system administrators, ever in the service of big data. And scrolling through all the timelines, we realize, oh wow, there's so much going on again these days. Maurice Sommen, the lead singer of Die Türen, is also a published writer, podcast host, journalist and the head of the Staatsakt label. Even partying can become an overload, right? Once you're out of the party game, you're out of the party game. I think everyone experienced that after the pandemic, how hard it was to get back into the groove of the party routine or party nights. How weird the situation seemed to us at first, whether in theatres or a club. And generally speaking, many people my age, I'm turning 50 next year, have already by and large withdrawn from the party game by now anyway. In the sticks and in small towns, even more so than in the urban sea. Soon as you make up your mind to quit celebrating your birthday, you probably won't celebrate it next year either, or the year after. So what's left of partying then? Partying is exhausting, and it's work in a way, at least in terms of the social obligations involved. Speaking of work, how do you come up with the album title Kapitalismus Blues Band? Die Türen don't sound like capitalism or blues, more like an anti-capitalist indie supergroup. With underground heroes like Chris Immler, Gunther Osburg, Andreas Spechtel, Ramin Bijan and Maurice Summen. Tja, wie sind wir auf den Titel gekommen? Die fliegen einem ja meistens hmm. so zu. How we came up with the title. 
The titles usually just come to us. What does this have to do with the blues? Search me. To my mind, blues is definitely the mother of everything. Without blues, there'd certainly be no R&B, no rock and roll, no beat music or British invasion, which means no punk, post-punk or krautrock either. Even if krautrock set out to set itself apart from the blues or wanted nothing to do with it, at least the blues was already there to have nothing to do with. What about capitalism? Search me. What does capitalism sound like? Like Scooter or Can? Like Mozart or John Coltrane? Joni Mitchell or... Uh, what's her name again? Oh, yeah, Taylor Swift. When I see the piles of money Taylor Swift is raking in these days, she doesn't exactly look to be above reproach. The point to us is these three words, capitalism, blues, band. Somehow they're all connected, or not. I don't know. Maybe we're suffering under the yoke of capitalism. Maybe we're profiting from it. Capitalism made the pop music business possible in the first place, including rock and hip-hop, to say nothing of techno. Word. Rock mit eingeschlossen. Hip-Hop auch. Techno sowieso. Word. Maurice Summon, the singer for Die Türen and the head of Staatsakt, a label that's turning 20 this year, is never at a loss for bold hypotheses. Happy anniversary, Staatsakt. Our next band would actually be a perfect fit for Staatsakt. Their very name is grandiose. Erregung öffentliche Erregung, which means something like causing a public commotion but sounds funnier in German. Schreib mich an, nicht rund, nicht 
That was Erregung, Öffentliche Erregung, with the tune 16 to 9. The band have been at it since 2012, and they're all still based in Berlin and Hamburg, though three of them hail from Franconia and grew up on the music they had on Zundfunk, as they told us in 2020, when their debut album came out. Their new album, entitled Speisekammer des Weltenders, in other words, Apocalypse Pantry, is another brilliant blend of early 80s Neue Deutsche Welle, or New German Wave, post-punk and krautrock. The music calls to mind the early 80s new wave band Ideal, as well as present-day bands like Die Nerven. Olaf Opal produced it, working with the band to forge a great album out of their demos from Hamburg and Berlin. Singer Anja Kasten writes marvellously laconic lyrics, asking, for instance, what to do in the face of the looming apocalypse. Whoop it up or crawl into an apocalypse pantry. Philip Turgel, the man on synthesizer, advocates enjoying things while they last. Yeah, the Frage nach Genuss in der Apokalypse, die kam für uns deswegen irgendwie auf, weil the question of apocalyptic enjoyment came up because we thought the apocalypse would come and negate things like pleasure and leisure. We'd all be too endangered, too poor to be able to organize anything of the sort. But now, it's all happening for real and so strangely simultaneously. Meanwhile, there's all this ordinary everyday stuff and this arts funding. There's an R Valley. You sit there with your needs and the possibility of simply continuing to organize enjoyments if you so desire. On the other hand, there's this moral imperative to address those urgent matters. But you don't know what to do, because there's no right or good option anywhere in sight. So the order of the day would be to enjoy as much as you can for as long as you can. In a nutshell, Erregung, Öffentliche Erregung's advice is have fun as long as you still can. Speaking of fun, their song Gärten der Welt, or Gardens of the World, is about amusement parks, which has got to be the last place we'd expect to bump into these guys. So what's the story behind the title? Gärten der Welt endet mit der Phrase bisschen Spaß haben in zugewiesenen Bereichen. Gärten der Welt ends with a line about having a little fun in assigned areas. The song lists various places set aside for fun and leisure, dedicated zones for enjoyment. 
most of which are fenced or walled in, partitioned off, kept apart from the serious side of life. This is something that has always struck me and that I've always considered absurd. What's more, amusement parks are often themed and planned out to the last detail, with every flower planted on the premises intended to reinforce that theme. Visitors are supposed to immerse themselves in a different world, to escape from the real world and have fun, enjoy the amusements, relax. But I've always wondered why we should need a different world in the first place. Why build these parks for ourselves? for a nice experience that we somehow need, I guess. I meant Gerten der Welt as a critique of our achievement-oriented society, of the rigid separation of work and leisure. Freedom lovers will readily notice that Freizeit, or free time, may well contain the word fry or free, but oftentimes isn't really free. It's regulated, restricted, and relegated to these dedicated zones in our society. And in our society, even in these dafür zugewiesenen Bereichen nur stattfindet. Amuse yourself, says Anja Kasten, the singer for Erregung öffentliche Erregung, but not necessarily in an amusement park. Our next featured act, Arthur und Vanessa, also sing about an amusement park. Wer sind die Verlorenen? Die draußen rumrennen, hinfallen und nicht wieder aufstehen kann. Oh, man. 
Arthur und Vanessa are a new indie pop project fronted by Moritz Krämer and Francesco Wilking from the band Die Höchste Eisenbahn. To give you a little background, a publisher once asked the two of them if they wanted to write a book together. They were flattered and jumped at the chance. Then they started texting each other back and forth, ping-pong style. But they weren't really convinced of their own writing abilities and decided to make an album together instead. Not as a duo, though, but on a grand scale, with a whole bunch of musicians they'd never played with before, but had always wanted to. The recordings we did together were great because we all treated each other so gently. There was no long ingrained band dynamic in which old wounds might open up again. Instead, we all stood discreetly in a circle, and someone played a little riff or drummed something by way of a suggestion. Then the others joined in. It was nice, gentle, and productive. And then you followed. It was simply sleep-away camp. You have to imagine us sleeping above the studio, getting up in the morning and drinking coffee, listening to the take from the day before and liking it and starting in on the next song. Somebody would go shopping at the supermarket across the street and somebody would cook and we'd eat together, drink together and play music together. It was awesome. No other way to put it. A truly beautiful experience. And then we made this record and asked Mario, our booker, if he'd arrange a few concerts for us. Now we're actually performing our little fairy tale of Arthur and Vanessa live on stage. It's a little dream come true. Arthur und Vanessa's elaborately scored debut album tells the story of Arthur and Vanessa, who created an amusement park in which anyone can start a new life. Vanessa hatte einen Traum, schon für Jahren, von einem Mutenplatz, wo jeder seine Kohle ließ, sein neues Leben bekam. Der Budenplatz wurde ein Freizeitpark und der Park zu einem Wald, wo ganze Stadt bestand. Bei dem Wort Freizeitpark muss ich immer an die Doku Amusement Park always makes me think of Roller Coaster, the documentary about the guy who took over the theme park in Plentewald in Berlin. And then, owing to tax problems, I think, he was actually planning to ship all the rides to Peru. But everything went awry, and his son ended up in jail for smuggling cocaine. But we didn't mean that kind of amusement park. We meant a park as big as a whole society, in which you can play at life, as in the Truman Show. And so the ping-pong texting session has given rise to a very pretty album instead of a book. The music is lovingly arranged, featherlight lit pop. Let's shift gears now from pop to punk with some Berliner Doom. Wenn ich 
ich meinen Boss. Dann sagt mir der Boss, du hast doch schon gekündigt. Dann gehe ich wieder nach Hause. Dann mache ich mir ein Bier That was Berliner Doom with a track of their recently released third album, Wer das hört ist Doom. The trio, made up of singer and bassist Arm, and the two musicians, Boris Guschelbauer and Daniel WTO, make relentless noise, a mix of punk and Neue Deutsche Welle, with song titles like Vegan Soft Rock, Old White Lady and The Shut Upon Wall. The longest of the dozen tracks on the album is only a minute and six seconds long, so the whole album is only about 10 minutes long. Is this a response to the bizarre age we're living in? The form of the songs reflects the way we take in, process and share information these days, which is totally stressful. And naturally, I'm against it. Like lots of other folks, sometimes I just want things to stay the way they are. But the world is changing crazy fast, and we can't change that. What gets my go is the internet, the tabloids and mobile phones. I fantasize about throwing my phone into the ocean someday. In den Ozean zu schmeißen. Ja. Mach von dir gern Foto, bewege dein Popo, zähl mit dir gerne Sterne und tausche Körperwärme. Liebe dein Edelkitsch, Sektentasche, Vintage, du einfach nur Romantik, Liebesmassage oder mega Don't you ever feel like doing longer songs? Terrific song! And whoosh! Before you know it, it's already over. Why such radical brevity? I'd have gladly kept listening for a good while longer. I think our songs are good because they're so short and snappy. They're like a shot of espresso or astronaut space food or instant prickly sherbet powder. They might not prickle on the tongue, but they sure are prickly on the ear. And then you've just created another instant prickly instant, like compressed energy, only even more intense. And that ties into wider issues nicely, because no sooner have you heard a song, taken it in and loved it, than it's already over. But have you understood it? Probably not. Which is the way it is with so many snippets of information all around us. This is where our critique of the information age comes in. We play longer versions of the songs in concert, so you have more time to listen there. We're working on an album of remixes at the moment, with some really nice long songs of ours. Von uns. Ich sehe dich, ich fühle dich. Wir 
You've been active in Berlin for a while now, since 2018 to be precise. How has the scene you move in there evolved since then? I often have this sense of eternal recurrence. People are pumped up with energy. They leap into the foreground, then fall back. Newcomers take their place and the cycle goes on and on, which is perfectly fine. The energy is retained. What remains is snapshots of this power that can be listened to time and again. So this energized momentum gets preserved, which I think is a good thing. And I like listening to it at home too. Wherever you may be listening to Berliner Doom, this Spartan album of instant prickly sherbet powder takes about as long as a single cigarette. Un, deux, trois, quatre. Let's wind down the October edition of the Popcast, a production of the Goethe Institute and Bayern Zweis Zundfunk magazine, with a jaunt to Cologne to see Chili Gonzalez. The last time Angie saw Gonzo was at the Prinzregententheater in Munich, where he performed in bathrobe and slippers, as always. An entertainer par excellence. By the end of the show, he'd knocked himself out yet again and was bathed in sweat, and the crowd were in raptures. Everyone Gonzo included, was clearly hungering for live music after the never-ending pandemic. Music is back was the motto of the concert. What kind of music is beside the point to Chili Gonzalez, who leaps back and forth effortlessly between classical, jazz, electronic and rap, as easily as a walk in the park? The Canadian pianist and showman, who's been living in Cologne for years now with his German wife and daughter, is full of surprises, and not only on stage. Last year, for instance, he put out a joint album with techno producer Richie Horton and wrote a book about the Celtic singer-songwriter Enya, about goosebumps and what he calls unguilty pleasures. On his new album, which is called French Kiss, Gonzalez raps and does his brand of Sprechgesang, more or less in French, rhyming Baudelaire with Daft Punk's Bangalter, Pomme de Terre with Robespierre, backed by several French artists, including pop singer Bonnie Banane and rapper Teki Latex. Gonzo may be a fabulous pianist, but he clearly delights even more in wacky wordplay and off-the-wall ideas for songs. Interspersed with intimate, even romantic piano passages in the style of his famed solo piano album, and, talking of guilty pleasures, even a number with French easy-listening hero Richard Kleidermann. Nothing's off-limits for Gonzo, which makes for an incredibly strange and incredibly entertaining experience. This is Prickly Powdered presenter Dave the Fave Creden signing off on Angie Portman Show. Ciao for now. Je vous French kiss. Je vous French kiss. Je vous French kiss avec la langue de Molière, ça vous excite quand je vous baise dans l'oreille. 
Je parle anglais comme Tony Blair. Je parle allemand Adolf Hitler. Mais en français, je prononce les R. Éclair, tonnerre, pomme de terre. Je lis dans mon lit, je suis littéraire. Je lis carrère, j'écoute Macala, je mange du camembert. Je fume du cannabis, c'est mon somnifère. Blablabla, bla bla, etc. Patati, patata, je viens du Canada. J'aime les castors, mais à la frontière. Je suis franchouillard, check mon passeport. Je vous French kiss. Avec la langue française. Je vous French kiss. En chantant la Marseillaise. Bien dans mes charentaises, en robe de chambre, comme Robespierre, je suis trop fier de parler la langue de Voltaire, Flaubert, Baudelaire et Bangalter. Je vous French kiss. Chansonnier parolier, mais je suis pas Benjamin Biolet. Je rappe en triolet. Votre langue est intimidante, ok? C'est en français que Chili chante, ok? Ça m'a pris longtemps. Beaucoup de romans, beaucoup de films d'inventants. Avec mon petit accent, si charmant. Et je comprends que je manque de maîtrise, mais heureusement, j'assume mes bêtises. Votre passé simple n'est pas si simple. Le mien est compliqué comme un labyrinthe. Beaucoup trop jeune pour Verlaine ou Prévert, je préfère lire des pentes. Beaucoup trop vieux pour parler en verlan, je n'ai pas 17 ans, mais je vous French kiss comme un vrai séfranc. François Mitterrand, je vous French kiss avec ma langue française. Je vous French kiss en dansant la javanaise. Bien dans mes charentaises, en robe de chambre, comme Robespierre, je suis trop fier de parler la langue de Voltaire, Flaubert, Baudelaire et Bagalter. Je vous French kiss. Éclair au chocolat. Je vous French kiss. Pomme de terre, en robe de chambre, en robe de chambre, comme Robespierre. Je vous French kiss. Lexagone, Lexagonzales, Chili Gonzalez, Lexagone. <laughs>